Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training. Debs. Laura, you all right? Yeah, there's a lot going on, isn't there? Oh my goodness me, there is so much going on. It's like quite scary, actually, when you sort of listen to what people are doing. Loads of busyness, I think, is going on at the moment, Law. Yeah. Is that quite typical when there's a lot of change, Debs, that it brings with it a lot of industry which can quickly tip into hecticness? Is that quite typical? I think it is. And this... this um like running to get things ready and to get everything done and and then just yeah not stopping to stop you know to stop and think actually what can I do um but yeah this busyness um, because we've got something to aim for um and I think it gets called like the deadline effect you know when you have a deadline that you're working towards and then it, the closer that deadline gets the more busier we get because we haven't necessarily planned it prior so we rush towards it um in the hope that it will be all right and then we're busy frantic and then we feel like we're achieving stuff um even though it might be a little bit hectic as we're doing it mm. and in terms of change i mean you know the whole year um since mid march was kind of full of change mm. but in a weird way there then was stopping there was no change so you had this big bit of change and there was no change and then it's all sort of starting to ramp up a little bit. So I guess the question maybe now to think about is, whilst we're getting so busy and hectic, let's not make sure that we become a bit haphazard or unthinking in the way that we communicate. Because the last thing we want to be doing is making things more complicated or more confusing um, as we're sort of fathoming our way through it. So what kind of conversations have you been having in terms of the role of communicating change Mm. well at the moment? Yeah, and there's been quite a few things, actually, Law. And I think what I'm picking up from people is that... um, some people are running into it without stopping and thinking and planning and others are planning and they're maybe not doing anything with that plan because they're waiting for lots more information to come through. So it's that bit that says, well, at some point you're going to have to just jump off and go with it and, you know, create that alignment that enables us to make sure that we are going towards what we both agree on. So it's that mutual understanding that we're heading in the right direction together. And then it is that bit that says, well, this is the comms that I want to go around that, you know, have I shared that with somebody else who might play devil's advocate for you? I think that's also the best way to do it. Um, so that that they can sort of pick up the bits that you're missing, really. And then you can, as much as possible, you're going to have to jump off at some point and and just start communicating. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, one of the things that, that many of us might be experiencing in our kind of domestic lives at the moment is how much do you tell the children about what's in the diary? Because it can be tempting to say, oh, we're going to book this and we're going to book that. But you've sort of had to learn over the last year to sort of try and minimise disappointment because I think no matter what age you are, whether you're eight or 80, if you get very excited about something and then last minute it gets cancelled, actually that makes things fatiguing as well. So do you just not communicate any (laughs) sort of thing? So there's a real toss up, I think, between whipping up, you know, hope and getting excited about stuff and then ensuring that you don't just end up in a great big pile of disappointment because there are so many things that are out of our control at the moment. And so there must be organisations all over the place that are thinking, well, we've got great big plans in place. How do we cascade that? 
How do we put that into action? How much do we tell people? So whether it's you're managing your home or you're managing your business or whatever side of your life that is, um, how much do you tell and when? Um, so that any uncertainty is around just the timeframes rather than the vision itself. Because I think that's one of the things that I'm certainly picking up. The teams that have locked on to a really powerful vision that is so compelling, it will out... Um, it, 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 no, no other noise will disrupt it. Yes. So, um, you know, we've been talking about the geese quite a bit. Yes. So, you know, where is Canada? <laughs> We're going to get there. We're, We're not going. sure exactly what day, yeah. but it's going to happen. And the uncertainty isn't about arriving because that just spooks everyone. The uncertainty is around the exact date, you know, which might be yeah. a little bit more in sand, whereas the goal and the vision is in stone. And I think that's the bit, isn't it? We need to have a purpose. And as you said, we need to know where we're heading, you know, our North Star, if you like, so that, you know, there is, creates, it does create hope for people to see that somebody's got their act together and somebody is leading. And, you know, we do know, what as you said, the compelling vision that says, well, you know, we're not quite sure how we're going to get there. Well, well, I'd hope they would, but maybe not as much. But there is something that there is at the end. This is where we're moving towards. And I think that's the bit that helps people to think that, you know, how much are they in control of that? They might be in control, but not in control of any of, of everything. And so it's how do they, you know, make sure that they keep keep track and, and they hold on, if you like, and stick to their bit of the plan um, as they move forward. forward. So helping people... Um, I suppose, give them purpose. So helping them to set the expectation, let them know what is expected of them in this as we're moving forward. But also I think there's a bit of honesty going on there that, you know, this might, you know, the the path we're taking, it might go a little bit of a meander um, because as we get more information in, um, we, you know, we're, we're going to have to make a decision in that moment. And I think it's that bit that, you know, if we can make some decisive um, actions based on the information that we've got to hand in that moment, and then we communicate that out, then people at least can see that, oh, okay, there is a plan. We haven't just lost the plot. There is something, you know, that's moving forward for them. Um, and I suppose it helps them move away from that frustration of not knowing. So, you know, when you're thinking about what does that look like in order to make sure that we're still on track, um, it's making sure that we, I suppose, don't go into denial or tip into the you know, the pits of despair and because mm. nobody seems to know what's going on. So mm. you have to step in. I mean, Deb's a nice bit of kit that, you know, I just sprung to mind as you were talking about that was the classic Kubler-Ross change oh, curve. Oh, yeah, good one, Law. So the six stages, which I mean, you know, between us, we've been shown on PowerPoints, what, for 20 years? At least, yeah. <laughs> um, but my goodness, you know, now if ever there was a time, and I think the benefit of being able to see it, just, you know, this kind of curve on a page, is that it allows you to have um, some ability to sort of plot what might be worth preparing and gearing up for now. So we've kind of ready, you know, for the next stage. So for anyone who hasn't come across it before, it starts off with that kind of shock and denial. So let me just bring a weight loss uh, thing on this. You know, there might be many of us that are now kind of going, oh my God, I've got to fit into that skirt again. <laughs> so that's a sort of the shock. And then the denial of, oh, well, you know, skirts are overrated anyway. So you sort of pretend that everything's all right sort of when it's not. And actually the type of communication that people find most valuable then is, is um, in that shock bit. So some changes happened. For example, we are never going back to the office that is permanently closed. 
Woo. So at that point with that shock, the key then is to align everyone. Absolutely. So to ensure that everyone is is up to speed with what it is so they are as aligned because the last thing you want to feel is disintegrated, you know, in that sort of moment. Um and so uh the uh, the the denial bit then which is no 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 it's not going to happen surely, you know, surely they can't mean that. Surely the scales don't say that. At that point then what's needed is you get into that frustration which is oh my goodness, you know, this is going to be really tough is to maximize the communication. So whether that is reading about new diets, whether that is actually sorting out a proper office chair because you're realising that actually you might be here for a while, or whether that is... um, thinking about the, the the stuff that you don't know versus what you do know. Um, and then what that can then lead into is the pit of despair, as you said, which is that depression stage, which actually where you need communication that sparks motivation. And what's really interesting, Debs, is we know that we're getting asked by clients to basically come in and cheer everyone up. Yes, You know, yeah. the cognitive crassles, the motivational muffins, <laughs> etc. But just to spark something because the energy can go in that sort of lull. But of course, you know, dark is before the dawn and everything what that then leads into is is someone then having that moment of right I've got to sort this out so I've actually got to stop eating bread at every single meal <laughs> or I've actually got to sort myself out a proper working environment or I've actually got to work out where I sit in this kind of new change and then you get to the kind of decision bit which is where the morale all starts to really come back up which is okay that's it I've decided and then the the um, the, the the learning bits then is developing your capability so what it is you need to learn and then being able to share that knowledge so you're then able to align up with people yeah, so definitely. if you've got you know half the family or half the organization are totally on board and up for it what happens to the other half you know it, 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 you're never going to be fully the curve as they sort of call it so um i think sometimes just a reminder of some of those old bits of kit can just help although this might be a new scenario what's the phrase that someone said to us today um we we're not all in the same boat but we are in the same storm and this allows you just to sort of think how do we gather all of these people that are in various different situations and all travel along that curve together yeah definitely same curve different timings yeah definitely and I think that's the bit for me that's the communication piece that's maxing that communication so you know I remember somewhere along the lines um, you know in order for the message to land you had to deliver it seven times in seven different ways and you just think wow how you know just to think about how you would even go about that you know and I think that's the bit you can't just send an email out to everybody because that's you know who's going to read their email if they've got thousands sitting there you know so again it's about how can you know we communicate smarter um in a way that does touch all of those different wants and needs of people in how they want to be communicated with and and i think that's the bit about maximizing the communication at this stage um to to ensure that um you know there's a feeling of um coming together there's a feeling of being you know renewed and re-energized with what's going on um, because, you know, I, I know where I'm heading. I've got some ideas to work on that are going to get me there. Um, I want to work with others to make that happen. Um, and I think it has to start for me. It always starts with that. Think about your plan. What's your what's your you know, how are you going to maximize your communication? That's where yeah. it starts. Yeah. And then who needs to be communicated with? Yes. You know, you just got me thinking, I, I, um, I, I uh, you know, little bits of research you sort of stumble across. And I think because being stuck on a train in a dark tunnel 
is not a pleasant space for me to be in. I was immediately interested in reading about this research about how do you um, help passengers basically be comfortable in an entrapment situation? Oh, gosh. Um, And and, um, what they sort of, you know, hooked up all of these various people on it in a train, uh, in a train with, um, it wasn't a simulation, but a real environment with kind of um, stressors, sensors and heart rates and blood pressure and all that kind of stuff. And they were measuring what happens to passengers' comfort levels if they're stuck in a tunnel and it's dark and no one's communicating with them wow. well it is not a pleasant place no, to be no that's not a good for, place no. to be that's for sure <laughs> yeah but they then experimented with well actually if we um, regularly every five minutes the train driver comes over the intercom and says this is what's happening I'll let you know actually it, it's not a highly comfortable situation but it's nowhere near as stressful as just being stuck in that change without knowing what's happening next and that's always stuck with me that in the actually if there's just lots of whispered conversations behind closed doors and everyone's going what's going on then you know then it actually causes much more flutter than if you're able to say there's you know these are the things that are up for debate at the moment this is when we'll let you know and then people feeling they're being communicated with so now's not the time for a a leader whether that's a you know leader within a family or a leader within a kind of a, a group or a work environment to hide away because actually the more we hide away the more people worry and make up more stuff in their heads yeah. anyway so that regular it. heartbeat of information oh my god it's so important and, and that bit creates some clarity uh, and a bit of focus for people um as we said you know because otherwise we just uh, you know we, we we do go into chaos and confusion um and then our our mind takes over and we spin it out of control um and then we start looking to if you like reinforce our beliefs with saying oh yeah you know we're looking at the news all the time or looking on social media all the time um so you're looking for affirmation of what you're hearing or seeing or believing or thinking even um and then guess what you will find it you know and people will feed you that information and then we get into this frenzy if you like and and it's the ability i suppose to have the um the foresight or that's the reflection as well to just take a moment and you know just sit if you like quietly and you know and think about is that true you know, is that really going to help me right now? Or do I need to um, just think about something different or research it? So um, what would be your advice for anyone that's feeling a little bit kind of lost in that change? And uh, maybe they're not getting the communication level that they would like. What would be your advice for someone who is, um, yeah, in that kind of change process and how they can communicate how they can self-serve their own communication, if that makes sense. What might be some steps you would suggest? Yeah, no, good one. I think um, I would always give them, you know, the six questions that we um, use as part of our coaching conversations. I think they're the things that can you can ask them of yourself, um, but you can also ask them of others as well in your team. And it, it's that bit to say, you know, so what? I'm, the first one is, uh, what am I choosing? You know, what am I choosing to do? What am I choosing to work on? What am I choosing, in inverted commas, um, that is my um, focus? focus or topic or whatever it might be. So questions to ask yourself in this. So what am I choosing? I'm going to choose X. Great. The next question would be, so how are you going to create that? Um, whatever that might be, how are you going to go about, you know, creating what you might need to do, what could be your plan and looking at what the options could be for you in that moment. Um, I think it's then asking yourself, what would stop you? What would get in your way 
of actually making that thing happen, whatever it is you've chosen to think about. Um, And then asking yourself, who else might I need to collaborate with? You know, is there somebody I could reach out to that can help me with this or can be a sounding board? Um, You know, so thinking about that person, who's the best place to help me right now? Um, And then always comes back to in any great conversation is once you've understood what it is you want to focus on, you've got your options, you know roughly what you're going to do. It's then saying to yourself, okay, what will be my first step towards that? And then when, when will I do that? Time and time again, people come up with amazing, amazing ideas and thoughts. And I go, that's incredible. Um, So what's your first step in achieving that? And you can see it's like that sharp intake of breath where people go, um, oh, um, I could do this. And it's sometimes the most simplest thing that starts the momentum. And I go, absolutely. And when? When will you do that? And it's that bit that hones it into the when, um, because then then you can do it, then you can recognise it, then you can you know, have some um, pat yourself on the back to go, oh my God, I'm moving towards what I've chosen to do at the first place. Oh, yeah. What's that thing I remember you saying a couple of times about how in a given moment, you're either going to do something that takes you further towards where you want to get to or not. And it's that moment of, you know, that crunch point of, so let's say, for example, there is some datelines at the moment. So we've got, you know, beginning of financial year, there might be some enrolments that you're thinking, shall I start that thing? Shall I do that? At some point, there becomes a crunch point, doesn't yeah, it? Doesn't it there? Does. You know, yeah. you, you either make that deadline or you don't, like you said at the start, it sure concentrates the mind when there's a kind of a bit of a deadline. I'm sure I remember reading somewhere that Tony Blair, when he did um, pr- uh, parliamentary prime minister's questions, he, he would do it on a full bladder <laughs> to concentrate the mind because actually once yeah. I knew that bit of information, I couldn't unknow it. But that being able to concentrate and, and, and sort of, you know, through all of that sort of change, that either the miscommunication or what you're not getting, there's those crunch moments, isn't it? You either do something or you don't. And I think that's, and that's a choice, right? Um, both have consequences, as we've always said. You know, you can either do something or nothing. Um, and I always like um, Yoda's quote, um, which, from, <laughs> which is always, do or do not. There is no try. So you either do it or you don't. You could say, well, I tried to do it. Well, yeah, but did you? Yeah. Did you really give it all your effort? Did you really push yourself out of the comfort zone to, to do it? Did you have your plan? Did you communicate? Did you create alignment? You know, were you motivated? So, yeah, I really love that. It's always stuck in my head, that quote. Yeah, I will either do it or I won't. OK, but both have consequences. So in terms of communicating change then, yeah. so what, what might be our call to action? I guess mine would be whilst we're about to get busier and things are going to ramp up, just take care to ensure the communication is as inclusive and as regular as possible. Because if it's the last thing to go, oh God, we haven't sent that email out yet. And it's eight o'clock on a Friday night and there's going to be huge change on the Monday. Actually, that's that's not right for that to have slipped. That should have been there, put out on the Monday, Tuesday, in advance of the Friday recap, (laughs) reminding everyone of the Monday. And it's that bit as well, isn't it? Not letting the update, the final afterthought putting that in right at the start because the last thing people need now is more uncertainty or more haphazardness because someone's forgotten to put 
communication in as part of the plan. And I think that's the key, Laura, is taking time to just plan and think, you know, what what's going to have the biggest impact here? You know, what's the one thing? And that comes back to if I'm going to choose to do that, then what's the first step to putting that communication out there? Uh, and then when will I do that? So, you know, we've said before, Laura, haven't we? We sort of go backwards through the day. You plan backwards towards the event. And I think that's exactly the same in the way that, you know, we communicate. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, From wine o'clock backwards, yeah, Debs, wine o'clock. Backwards, that was it. Yes, I was trying to think what you said at the time. Yeah, yeah it was one really o'clock backwards. Really, the most socially acceptable time on a Wednesday, seven o'clock. So there you go. Yeah, the the the, the proposal will be over by sixteen thirty. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that one. <laughs> oh my god, I love it, and I think it's that bit also, Law, where you know, if you get smart at communication, and this is, um, you've got to practice it. And I think you've got to have what, you know, we call, you know, that purposeful practice, you know. So, you know, the more that you practice doing great communication, getting great feedback coming back because you've hit it in the right spot, you know, the more you practice at it, the more confident you get at it as well. Um, and the more you'll want to do because you can see the impact that it's having on people around you, um, then the better you get at it. So you have to start somewhere, even if you're, you don't like communicating out to a big group or, you know, sending this group group email out on the fear that somebody might question it. That's a good thing. If somebody questions it, you've actually disrupted their thinking enough to, to ask you a question. And, well, at least and you know they've me, read it. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's half the battle, right? <laughs> if you get questions coming back about your communication, especially through change, that means you're communicating it in the right way to start with. And those questions are there to create conversations that enable people to really understand what's going on for them and then they can make well-informed decisions for them too. Oh, nice. So um, what have we talked about um, with the tips then? So you've got the, the the change curve. And so what might that mean in terms of the ups and the downs and being able to somewhat plot what might be worth in terms of communicating? Um, regular communication, even if it's not got much to say, it's that regularity which creates that sort of comfort. Being left in the dark is often more stressful than actually just kind of, you know, getting um, communication that's in a routine. Better to have that than nothing. Um, the six coaching questions. So for anyone that is self-communicating at the moment, and needing to self-medicate through coaching because either a lack of communication or you're a party of one. So that was great in terms of those six questions and then that purposeful practice. So, um, you know, was it journey of the thousand steps? You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great or something. Yeah, and start yeah, somewhere something. as well, yeah. Um, and just a little one to kind of tack on, the Colombo final one, the old Z. So um, you may have heard us talking about it before, but the Z tool, imagine it like a mask of Zorro, the Z, as you're covering these four communication styles. Um, but it's a lovely way to um, simplify how you might put out what could become like a three-page email, which is this is where we've been or this is what is currently going on. This is the new opportunity and this is what it looks like on the horizon. This is our action plan and this is the detailed project plan in terms of what we're going to do and when see attached document. Yes. <laughs> um, bish bash bosh. This is the um, ultimate benefit and this is the day it starts. This is the sort of the bullet point. And it's just a reminder really amongst all of that stuff those, those, those are the sort of the four corners of a conversation that make you know a, a, a pretty sturdy bit of change communication. So that's just a bit of a reminder. Okay, now I've certainly found that if I'm thinking my head is buzzing, I can't actually think about 
what's happened? You know, you're so caught up in the moment. And something like the Z can just give a bit of a structure to then mean that you can, um, you know, communicate calmly. Mm. And I think that creating clarity means that we, we're quite happy as humans. We love clarity, as we've said before. Um, otherwise, we just make it up. Um, and as you said, we don't want to you know, make something up that isn't actually the truth or isn't what's going to happen. So we can actually help with our own resilience and well-being to deal with the current reality, if you like. And that that you know um, that will change depending on what's going on, and that's okay. It's seeking the clarity so you can do that. Yeah. And as a final call to action, with reference to communicating change well. Devs, what would be your call to action? That's a good question. Um, I think it's plan it, preparation, and just plan. Even you know, that, so you're feeling confident when you step up, uh, or you're communicating out, or whether it be you know whatever you've done your plan and you've prepped it, and that you've thought about the what ifs. Uh, and what other questions you may have coming in. So you've preempted it as much as you can. So you're ready and then you're confident enough to step in and have that conversation, which will then flow and questions will come. And that's what it was. So Planet. that's what I would do. Plan it. I love it. Love it, Debs. Um, well, as ever, fascinating conversation. And do you know, I'm so excited about next week because next week yeah. we are going to hear your interview with the wonderful Scott Fuller, yes. who we've worked with in the past. And he's a leader of large teams in the aviation industry and now rail industry. And my God, his passion is, he just oozes it, doesn't it? Driving engagement, transforming performance and culture and being able to coach and develop teams to be their best and he's just such a thoroughly lovely chap. Yeah. So I can't wait to hear a genuinely inspiring leader talking about how to get the best out of yourself and others yes. during these extraordinary business conditions. So yes. that's going to be really good to listen to that. It's always good to have a guest, isn't it? It is nice to have a guest. Yes, we like a guest, don't we, Lord? Yeah, we like a guest. <laughs> yes. So regardless of what happens, we know it's going to happen. Boom, there you go. Planned it. Sorted. Done. We've done it. Prepped it, planned it. Just now need just to do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Get yourself on CFAX. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, oh, love it. All right. Love you, Dave. Love you Thanks. too, Lord. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email on secretsfromacoach at aol.com or follow us on Instagram at secretsfromacoach.com.